Hey, what's going on? It is episode 253 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I always have to check because I'm in this habit of saying ones instead of twos, but it is 253. Uh, we just got through another Father's Day. Yeah, how was yours? Uh, great. Um, my daughter made a bunch of coupons for uh, free hugs and Which and she did like for this. Mother's Day as well, right? Yeah, uh, yeah so that's okay. her thing. She doesn't make money. So, um, right, right. you know, she just, she gives us like, it's funny cause she'll have a coupon to say like a uh, coffee date and it's allowing me to take her to go <laughs> yeah. get coffee. So yeah. like my wife inspired this That's kind really of nice. behavior. I've heard it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, and she had like, she has a, a blanket that my mom sewed like all these old receiving blankets together. Cause when she was little, she used to sleep with this one particular blanket, okay. like receiving blanket. So my mom made a quilt out of all of her receiving, but it's the softest blanket. So like one of the things is she had a bunch get, of them. Yeah. She had, um, yeah, she, we switched them out cause she would sleep with them and they'd get all nasty. So we okay. would get rid of different ones, all right. but so it's um, a big nasty blanket. Not, well, obviously it's been washed and clean, <laughs> yeah, but my yeah. mom cut it and uh, sewed it into a huge quilt and is the softest blanket, mm. uh, in the world. So one of the coupons was that I get to have it for 24 hour period. Whoa. She's giving of her blanket. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, my son, uh, drew me a, a nice, uh, cartoon picture. And then, uh, together they bought me a, uh, a tackle box like a um, a sash tackle box, like you could wear while you're riding your bike, like you know what I mean. That like goes across. It's like oh, a really? pur- like a purse, a portable yeah tackle box. Yeah, like no, a man cool. bag, but uh, you, you strap it across your chest. So because I I want to ride my bike with yeah. my fishing pole down to a couple of different spots yeah, or for whatever. Sure. That's so, pretty handy. It's better than carrying it by handle. Yeah, and then you could throw your cell phones in there, and you can put dinner, you know, your key, your car keys, so you don't have all this shit in your pockets. Right, right, right. Um, but the best part was my son downloaded a, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a something that um, you're able to play every single Nintendo game ever made and he on his computer. But then he hooked it into the TV, and I have a Nintendo controller f- that goes into the computer. So I played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for like seven hours straight or something. Now, let me ask you this because we have... Emulator the- is what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we have the little... It looks like a Nintendo, but it's smaller. Yeah. Everything's the same. There's like 36 it in. games in it or something. Yeah, same controller, but there is a distinct small lag. Yes. And when you play Punch-Out, there's no room for a lag. You're you're right about that. I will tell you that the one... My biggest issue is the, the controller that is uh, not a actual Nintendo controller. It plugs into your computer. It's just like I talked about before with Guess Who... Or all these board games, uh, they're not they're, the quality of them are garbage. So, like this controller, the D pad is a little bit smaller. It doesn't move as easy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there everything has to be precise. Because There's some nuances that are that are often really. You have to be like a kid that grew up in that era, but you could tell. Well, so we, I started playing, and my son's like, "How far do you think you can get without having you know without having to retire or whatever?" Because you get. You get one rematch, and then you have to go down a a, a, a rank, mm-hmm. and then your game's over. And you said I, at least Soda Popinski or Sandman. No, I, well, I said uh, Bald Bull usually gives me trouble because uh, you have to, in order, if you get, you you can play it safe and, and knock him yeah. down and win it, win uh, a decision if you just keep dodging that, that bull rush. But in How order, many times? Just continuously? So what you have to do is, if you get in there quick enough and you get this, you know, some star punches, you can knock him down, and then each round you can avoid the bull punch the entire rest oh, of the round. that's tough. That's tough. It's I used to like tougher. to avoid the first one, 
and then get the second one, which is shorter and easier for me to type. So what you have to do is there is somebody in the audience on the far right side of the screen who takes a picture. And when that flash goes off, that's when you throw the punch into his stomach, and that's what stops the bull rush. What? Yeah. I've always just timed it. Just when he hops that third hop, you crack out right in the guts. You don't even have to do that. So when you're talking about these subtle nuances, whoa! I remembered, I told him, like, everybody knows the code to Contra, and I said, and here's yeah. another thing. When you play Mike Tyson's punch out, there's certain things that happen. Uh, I had no idea about the flash. This is like vault knowledge. Piston, Piston Hondo is going to come at you, and he's going to do the. Uh, he's going to throw three uppercuts with his right hand, and then it's going to be followed by he's going to blink his eyes. He's going to throw three straight mm-hmm. punches with his left. You dodge when those. he blinks, you can pop him and get a star. If yeah, if you have to hit it at that precise time. Now oh, also, yeah. if you have the stars and he blinks after you knock him down one time and you hit him at that blink with the power shot, he goes down, regardless of how oh, far yeah. his power oh, meter yeah. is up. Oh, yeah. Also, one time uh, every fight between rounds, if you hit the one, which would be the A button, uh, constantly while you're in the corner, you get a full power up. Your bar goes at full power. Full. Yeah, you get a full power up when the I round starts. I thought it was starts. if you push select, it gives you a little bit. No, if you if you hit one, 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 while you're one? sitting. What's one? We're talking about one. A. So some a. controllers are one and two. Ones are A and B. Who says one? Just telling you. So it's not he, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, one, two, one, two, select start. I'm just telling you. That's what it's the one and the two. It's it's labeled okay. A and B, but the one is A and I two is B. Always would do the you push select. And, and it would give you little, some. And it's random, either a little bit or a lot. I think the game is just not sound. So you have to do it at like the it'll tell you to constantly be doing it, but probably means like there's a part of the program that if you hit it at the right time. Yeah. So you There's just get gap, it all the time. You can't explain when. Yeah. But uh, so I I did I did beat Bald Bull, and then uh, the Whoa. fight after that and is. If your rhythm is perfect for Don Flamenco, you can just keep oh, left yeah. writing him to yeah. death. Yeah. Uh, and then the um, I got up to uh, Soto Popinski, and he throws. Now he's the first left-handed fighter you're gonna face. <laughs> so and he <laughs> yeah, he throws one that kills me. He too. throws a tiny like a check uppercut, but it's so close to his body. You get you get nervous and you 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 shuck one yeah. second before you're supposed to, and once you're off, when you come back, <laughs> when your character moves back to the center, is when you get when you get nailed. Just in time to get smeared. Yeah. So, and then he stands there. Ha ha ha. But ha, that ha. Li- with his little chicken <laughs> <He's> arm, pink. <laughs> I love how like. We as Americans don't have to take credit for how racist that stuff is, right? Oh my God, great! That's tiger. not ours, right? Every character, because my son asked me, he goes, "Are these based on real fighters?" I go, "No, they're they're based on racism. <laughs> they're all based on stereotypes. Right. Like whatever country yes. you're from, like that's. I mean, Piston Honda even like blinks like crazy. Um, the dude from Indi- like he couldn't have been a fighter from India, right? Yes, he had to have the turban while he fought. He also he has, has a tiger, magic. A, sa- a tiger sash around his neck, like when they show his picture before the fight. Soda Papinski is clearly Russian and drinking all the time. Now, if you look it up, we looked it up, and his name was not initially Soda Papinski. Mm. If you if you look it up while we're talking, it was like it's like soda drink drink drunk ski it's it was far worse than soda, soda super awful drunky russian guy <laughs> that's oh. hilarious so they changed it and uh yeah every single person they got glass glass joe or glass jaw you know the first guy who's his original a- name from 1987 was vodka drunk yeah there you go see <laughs> that's hilarious so it's much like star wars you remember when uh it was what was the the one with the little kid so the which would have been for oh I guess one. Um, Jake whatever Phantom Menace yeah 
when remember that like movie? A they had boy? like the guy working in the uh, the pawn shop was supposed to be like a Jewish guy. Oh yeah, he was like, super Jewish. Yeah. A lot of people came back and were like, "Oh, this." And then they had the two ambassadors that were like, "Those guys are Asian." And yeah, his original name was Billy Crystal, which I thought was. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. who did have thought?" <laughs> <laughs> they had to change it. So it was I was Mort Saul. I will say that uh, <laughs> the best part about my father's day was being left alone to play uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, which I put on my Instagram. Um, I did see a picture of you playing it, which is it's, pretty. It's, great. it's a video. It should be a video. If you didn't see it, I will. Uh, I will reshare the video. But on. I do. But that lag, the nostalgia made me so happy. But that lag. Killed me. See, I think because the, like the, sort the of computer, the computer one doesn't not lag. so much. No, this little this little eight bitty type one, dude. It was um, I loved it so much, but like, I would try to dodge it, and my guy would just move slow, and I would just go like, no, I I got it mentally, like it's like riding a bike. I know when right. to dodge this dude, but if the controller won't go along with it, like screw right. this man, I would get so mad. Well, there's another thing where a uh, great tiger comes around and he does this tiger punch where he goes, he comes around four times, right? He goes around the ring, boop, 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 boop. You have the opportunity to yeah. either and that either used to be super easy, or you block, block, and super if you easy. block four times, then you sh- you throw an uppercut or a head mm-hmm. punch, and he goes down. Any, any head punch. But yeah. the thing is, if you tr- go to block. You also only have a certain amount of power, and any time, even if you're blocking, if he hits you when you're blocking, uh, when you have your gloves up, it still takes off a certain amount of power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if your power meter goes below on the second time he comes around, then you start you take damage and you go down. Um, so if you have low power, you're supposed to actually just avoid the punch by moving your guy out of the way. Mm-hmm. But if your rhythm is not off and you get caught once, you're done because yeah, yeah. you can't catch it back once it's gone. It's over. Dude, but, the the French guy, like oh no no, the Span- Don Flamenco is a Don Spanish Flamenco, guy. Yeah. He has a rose in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> like he has to be like this Castilian Spanish guy. I, I, he's a bullfighter. Um, King Hippo. What do they think that people that are just from what Polynesian islands or something? I, yeah, I don't know. So like, it's a big fat guy that you have to punch in his big fat belly. You punch him in the mouth when he opens his mouth, and then his trunks fall down, and you punch him in the stomach. He's an obese fighter who hails from the fictional Hippo Island, not the actual Hippo Island in South Pacific. <laughs> it's the best, dude. Piston Honda was a 28-year-old Japanese boxer from Tokyo. Who, when he's- he gets super angry, he says, Super Kamikaze Fujiyama Nipponichi. When I, and I remember as a kid, we're like, <laughs> dude, you know, you know what that means? My brother told me what that means. That means, like, F you, man. And so for years, I remember telling my own kid, I was like, yeah, this dude, it's a big, like, I don't want you to know. It's a bunch of swear words, which it's just obviously nonsense. Just a bunch of stuff. It's just a bunch of racist, super kamikaze, <laughs> Fujiyama Nipponichis. But they're just making fun of themselves, the people yeah. that made it? Well, yeah, Japanese, I don't know. I don't know. It's, a little bit it's made by Konami, isn't it? I don't know. It says he features several stereotypes, such as an affinity for sushi and tea ceremonies. Because he is drinking tea sometimes yeah. while he's kicking your ass in between, <laughs> in between rounds, because he has to. Von Kaiser, that guy's German, so he boxes in yeah. pants, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, almost like Stormtrooper-esque, yeah. like, pants and boots. He's a stereotypical World War One Prussian shoulder, or Prussian soldier. soldier. Um, he's the nicknamed the German steel machine. I, I love it, dude. I love it. It's the best. So... I, oh, he actually suffers some emotional trauma and possible acute stress disorder stemming from when he was beaten and humiliated by a group of, of young children. Of all these stupid things that have been green greenlit from video games to movies, not Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for some reason. Why? 
Do you think like you mean like uh, cancel culture, or do you mean like no, no, to no. redo? I mean greenlit, like as in like they did Mortal Kombat. They made I think two movies out of it at least. Where well, I think the Rocky movies are pretty close. Yeah, but I, I'm with, yeah, <laughs> no, whatever. no, no. I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. I I contend uh, right off the top of my head, number one game for me that still stands the test of time. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. The only other it's game so that stands great. the test of time for me, like I love RBI Baseball. But it didn't. It didn't stand the test of time. It has a special place in my heart. But the other game is uh, Super Techno Bowl. Other than those two games, yeah, I, I could I could never play any other video games. And did I'm, you ever play the? I'm sorry. Did you ever play the follow up '94 version for Super Nintendo of Super Techno Bowl? No, it was like Super Punch Out. Oh, uh, it was son- different. But I remember liking it quite a bit. Like once you get used to it, it's still yeah, like I never you know. That was pretty badass too. Oh, and you have to fight like an old Asian guy this time who has a key hit you with a cane. <laughs> so they keep the stereotypes going, which is yeah, good for kids who don't quite understand them, but but start to understand culture that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my Father's Day. So uh, ahead of its time, dude. Just being left alone to play video games. They didn't hang out with you. Oh, when you did and, it? and I'll tell you this: the Saturday before, I got up at six thirty. Um, I got some new fishing lures and a couple of uh, some new hooks and some new lures. And I went out about six 30 in the morning. Um, I went to like three or four local spots that I like to go to regular fishing, not magnet. Mm-hmm. And I came home about 1130, 12. It was so hot Saturday. And, uh, oh, I had to be at 1130 and everybody was sitting on the couch and I was like, nobody called. Nobody was wondering where I was or asked me to they bring home breakfast. Hey, can you bring home an ice cappy wherever you are? Leave where you are. I'm hungry. I'm want coffee, whatever the case may be. And, uh, my wife looked at me and said, no, we, we figured it's father's day weekend and you were out fishing and we just, uh, you get home when you got home. And I was like, Pff. dude, I got to learn how to fish for real. <laughs> That's cool. They just like let you, they just left you alone. I didn't even think to ask. Cause uh, my daughter was like, well, you, I wish you would have woke me up. I'm like, nah, not interested. That I gotta learn. I, I told you before, like I keep trying to take the kids out, but I really still don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I know how to put something on a hook and put a bobber. I never know how deep the bobber should go. Right. I never know what part of the pond. So I keep trying to take the kids out, and we keep getting skunked because I'm not good. So I'm trying to get them into it because my dad never took me, but I suck. So like I gotta I gotta get like fishing for dummies, which they have that. You know, yeah, I gotta do something because. I keep going out there, and people are like, oh, I caught like 12 yesterday right over here in this area. Well, I'm one of those people, I guess, it's easy or easier to catch fish with live bait if you get a worm or bee moth or whatever, wax or whatever people call it, and um, a bobber. But it's not very rewarding because, uh, you know, you're just putting a worm out there and a fish grabs onto it. But then I want to use lures. But like you're saying, at some point, you're just like, man, I'm getting completely skunked. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the worm or whatever. So it's more rewarding if you do like little weird motions. Like you're supposed to do this yeah, for this I mean, jig if you, or if you, lure. Yeah. If you have uh, uh, rubber worms or, or a frog or a, a, like a topwater bait that you, you, you make it splash and it, it basically makes it, sh- it appears to the fish mm. as a wounded or dying fish. Then a fish, a bigger fish, comes from underneath the water and that's how slams. You a, that's it. how you get a bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I'm cool. That'd be cool. But I like. I gotta start with getting like the loser fish, and then work my way up to like you know medium fish. Well, in addition, well, t- how was your Father's Day? Uh, it was nice. It was good. Um, my kids just like made me cards, which I know my wife talked them into doing it. No, actually, she didn't even. We had some. Uh, my sister-in-law, my my niece was over the night before, so they like made cards 
while she was there. In between, like, watching cartoons, they would look up at the cartoon, look down, color a little bit, and she talked them into it. So they made me cards. The wife got me um, a Bluetooth speaker, which, like I said, it's so funny because normally, like, gifts for adults in my house, like, we just don't do it. Like, we don't care. I don't care. She doesn't care. But because she got so much uh, flack for the what what you refer to as a swing and a miss i think or i think you said swing and a miss and i told her because she didn't listen but i told her you said it was a swing and a miss because um my birthday my 40th birthday came if you guys didn't listen before and i got some stuff for my birthday that was like nice but it felt real father's day and Mm. it was like a book that didn't yeah like one of those purchases you get as you're leaving the store and you're like yeah I'll take that. Can be right. Those. Yeah. Like, like, like for Christmas, like when you're, you would have like $5 and you go to like, what was it? Santa's workshop yeah. or whatever. And they're like, <laughs> you got to buy, um, uh, b- yeah, you got to bowl like both your brothers, something, your aunt, your mom, your cousin, your dad, right. you have $4. So you start going, uh, uh, they're really like bit erasers. <laughs> Here, snow th- globes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, look, a little translucent ruler. This right. is my dad likes to measure stuff. That's <laughs> right. what my uh, birthday gift felt like. So she made up for it, and uh, I got like an outdoor speaker. It's not a rock, but it's uh, it's Bose, and it yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah. So I, I always skimp out. I always like say I'm going to buy this really nice one for outside or whatever, and I end up going like, that's just too much. I just can't justify it. But if somebody else buys you a Bose speaker... It sounds kick-ass, and I just got done building a deck, so I can, and it's water-resistant, so I can set it on the deck, and I can jam out, and I can get mad, because I can barely hear my music while my kids are splashing. Well, this is just like what I said before. The best present is the one you're going to get that you wouldn't have bought for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And then you don't feel guilty. Yeah, right, because if my kids want something, and it's 300 bucks, it's like, oh, we'll just get it, make it happen. But if you want something that's 150 you're like, I don't know, it's a little <laughs> right. bit. So, I did that. Um... Then the kids left to go to my sister-in-law. She was having like a, a pool party. And uh, so I was I was getting ready. I was wrapping stuff up at work. And I was about to leave. Then my brother realized my brother found some, oh, he unearthed some old like 1970s footage of my dad that I'd never seen before. And I happened to be on Facebook and I seen it. So I called my wife and I was like, hey, I'm going to be 20 minutes late because I'm going to sit on the deck and be weird for a while. So I had a little bit of like dead dad time. I hung out and then I was like, all right, I'm good. I went to the party. Um, it was it was it was fine. And then what was really cool was I was at this party, and everybody kept wanting to talk about politics and work, and the same thing that's on like Facebook and news. Everyone at the party kept talking about this stuff, and I I wasn't like offended, but I was just like I needed a change of venue, so I texted my brothers, and they were both like, "Yeah, we're kind of like we did Father's Day stuff in the morning, but we're kind of done too." So me and both my brothers hooked up, and we had a fire and some beers and stuff, so that was nice. Uh, speaking of that, uh, there was an episode of uh, Joe Rogan where he had Bill Burr on recently. And uh, j- jokingly, or just, you know, in, in the spirit of the podcast, uh, Joe Rogan, Bill said something, and then Joe started trying to bait him, and Bill Burr's like, I'm not going to debate you. And, and Joe's like, well, why not? And he's like, because you're a dude who's a white dude who's sitting in front of an American flag, smoking a cigar, and you're <laughs> yeah. not a doctor, and I'm not right, a doctor. Right, right, right. And I thought, well, that's the greatest comment ever made, because he's like, 
You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, there, it's basically like corona, speculation. Right? Yeah, you're, you're speculating and you're going by what you heard over here and what you heard over here. And you're trying to make uh, a reasonable argument based on all this information. But again, you're you're getting information from sources you can't even yeah. verify. He's so like, it's two non-doctors do talking about medical stuff. He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, thank you. Yeah. I don't want any part and of it that. it was over. Yeah. And I thought to myself... Wow, it, it was funny the way he did it, but it was that's what we all need to start doing. We all need totally. to just go, hey, look, we're all biting off a little more than we could really chew in this situation. Let's let's talk yeah. about something we all know. Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's some good advice. Because I know what you've read and I know what you saw and everybody gets an opinion, but at some point you just got to go like, maybe I'm not the expert on this. I have no firsthand knowledge. And this is what I say all the time. If you're not a police officer... You have no firsthand knowledge of what it is to be a police officer. You can't speak to it. And if you have no you know, knowledge of uh, being a doctor and you're not a doctor, you can't speak to what happens with doctors and lawyers and so on and yeah. so on down the line. It's just, you it's can't stupid. say what it's like to grow up yeah. as a black person in America if you're not. Right. You can go like, I feel you, but you don't know. But why? You don't, but no, why no. do it? Because right. you have you just, no idea. You don't, you don't know. And you sound dumb. You, don't, yeah, you, you sound, sound really dumb. stupid. You sound super um, dumb. Even if you parrot somebody smart, you still sound like, the, like eh. The other uh, the other thing that happened during our last uh, between our last podcast is I had my twentieth anniversary of marriage. Oh yeah, um, not work yet, but my twentieth. What do they call that? Is that marriage. a silver? Sure. Is that a? Uh, I should have looked into it. But is that a uh, what? What's all all that Indian jewelry? It's in like blue, blue uh, turquoise. Is that a topaz? <laughs> turquoise is all right. Name, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So we went out for a nice dinner, and was it super uh, fancy? Uh, yeah, we went to. Uh, we had five courses and uh of course you do thank thank my mom for giving us a, a gift she went out quickly Whoa. knowing where we were going and bought a <laughs> yeah okay okay and, and went to bought a gift certificate to offset the uh the enormous cost uh which she knew it was going to be um but i had Is that enormous look i mean i would say for just two of us I never it was go to probably nice 250 bucks holy that's super enormous yeah me. so oh my god uh maybe 220 i didn't but even I know that could happen locally so again, this is. I didn't so, even know that was like. So bear with me. This is. Is there any meat that can get your bill that high? This isn't a specific attack on this restaurant, but I will say that there's a lot of restaurants between here and Crown Point in these areas that try to like, you know, give you that Chicago feel. And what I mean by that is they break it off in your ass by charging yeah. Chicago prices, but when you walk outside, you're still in Crown Point. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that bothers me. We want to give you the taste and bill of a downtown restaurant, right. but without having to bother. Why yeah, but, not? But we, there's we parking can, out right out front, so that's yeah. a benefit of we not can give being it in to Chicago. You here. Why drive all the way there? Uh, but I had an issue with this this waitress that we had, and let me run this past you because you know how I get about this kind of stuff, especially when you're spending this kind of cabbage. Something, I don't know, something about turning forty. I'm exponentially turning into Larry David, even faster. The uh, this waitress came to our table. And I decided I was going to partake in some alcoholic beverages, but I was going to play it safe. I didn't want to, I don't buy mixed drinks because again, at this place, they're not list. The price isn't listed, uh, nor are the prices of beer, but I could pretty much ballpark. You're not going to pay more than $9 for a bottle of beer, right? Five to 10. Yeah. yeah, Okay. So that's, that's right. the, the, The meat of it. So I went on the list and I said, there was a beer from, um, what's the brewery in Hobart? Miraville, uh, Devil's Trumpet, Devil's Trumpet. Mm-hmm. and I forget the name of it. I mean, I don't know. But it was on the menu. Problem. It was on the menu, and I said, "What? What kind of beer is this?" Mm-hmm. Like, and the lady goes, "It's a good. It's a good one." And I yeah. said, "Well, like, what? What specific kind? Okay. Like, is saison? Is it an IPA? Yeah. You know, what, what are we talking about here? Is it 
uh, America or what is, is the it a farmhouse uh, yeah, Belgian? Yeah, what right. are we talking about? Is it a and she is goes? It, is it a wit beer? Is she it a looks at me beer? and says, "Well, I'm not really good with the beers, but I know it's a good one. Can I get you one?" And I said, "No, I need mm, to know yeah. what it is." Yeah. And she goes, "Well, I know they're all really good." Um, yeah, but she might like peppermint ha- schnapps. Yeah, it doesn't mean you want that exactly. So I was like, mm, "Could you go to the after you get when you go to get my wife's drink? Ask the bartender." What kind of like? What is this? I always just go. I'll get something else that so, I know what it is. So, well, I what, what I did. I, I said, call well, then, you Santos know what? and I go, "Hey, dude." <laughs> well, and- she, <laughs> she was standing there like miffed, and then she's like, "Well," uh, uh, and she was trying to flag down another waiter who was dealing with another customer paying an absorbent amount of money for their meal. I'm like, "Don't bother this guy. It's rude. Do it behind the scenes." Should have called me. So I said, "You know what? Give me a Bell's Two Hearted." Oh, we don't have any of those. Well, we do, but they're not cold yet. So. Okay, great. So I just went. She walked away. What do you mean? Came, yeah, did they just get there? They they ran out and they just restocked the bells too hard. In. They so deliver bells at seven at night. She says uh, that's weird. She dude. comes back with my wife's drink, and I go, "Hey, did you find out what that what that beer from Devil's Trumpet was?" And she's like, "Oh, well, hold on. This guy knows about beer." And she's like flagging down another guy. So I I looked it up on my phone. Yeah, and I was like, I just Googled it myself, and I found out. And I was like, Yeah, just give me beer that devil, that give one. me that Devil's Trumpet. So um. I was super annoyed by that. And then I also was... How about just say, I'll be back. I'll go find out. I'll be back in a minute. I feel like whether or not... This is a big thing to me. If you're a waitress and you can remember everything, I'm super impressed. It's really awesome. But just for the optics, write the shit down. Write it down. Pretend like you're writing it down. Because a guy like me, it gives me major anxiety when I'm going to go off book. And I'm going to say, put a little bit of this on this, but take this off. But can we switch this? And can I have a substitution here? Don't don't leave it to your memory. What's Just the upside to not writing it down? That nah. you don't have to scrawl for a second. I think it's I think it's a it's it's the hubris, right? It's like, hey, I'm a waitress, but still, watch this. Hold mm. my beer. Mm. Uh, I have to believe that they're very okay. confident in what they do. They they do it all the time, and it's just like, yeah, I can handle it, but. It doesn't. It's cool if you're around the clock. It doesn't and it's like one through six. It doesn't make me feel good about it. So now, when you're in a, a nice restaurant like that. I feel like you should know the specials. You should tell me the specials. If, you, if if I hear all the other waiters telling their tables the specials, but you never even came to me with the specials, and I ask you the specials, and you have to go ask someone else to tell you what the specials are, Mm-mm. and you're not 25 years old. You're 55 years old. It's like, uh, what? Did they just pull you out of the kitchen because they needed an extra waitress today? What's happening? Oh. But I digress. So uh, it was a nice dinner. Um you go, How, how's your steak? I don't really know steak, but I know it's good. <laughs> the food was great. I had a choice between, uh, let's I forget, a porterhouse and a ribeye, both, I think, 14 ounces. Oh, I think baby. that's what it was. And I was like, well, what's the difference between a porterhouse? What's really the difference yeah. between the porterhouse and the ribeye? I feel like some people love ribeye. So, so this is where things get a little crazy because all my neighbors got these Traeger grills, right? The Traeger, uh, the ones you plug in and they have the chips, they have the wood chips now. And so smokers. It, yeah. And you could, you could dial in on from your phone. No, not smokers. They're like rotisserie grills or what you could dial in on your phone. To what put, dude? Joe Rogan selling them on his podcast too. But anyway, it's the big thing. Is it the part that I fast forward at the beginning? Yes. Okay. And, uh, so, all so the, it's, I, I, I'm not, not charcoal, not gas. It's wood chips. It's wood chips. Yes. I thought that always meant you smoked it. So I, well, you can get a bunch of different, fl- I, I guess at the, at the base of it, maybe that's the, the, the cooking method, but I think Your you could sous vide on these two. You could do all, anyway, the, the important part of you the story sue, is, wait, you could sous vide on it. I, yes. I believe you could Good sous vide. Gravy. So, uh, and, and then sear. So you, then you could put it back in and turn the heat up to like nitro blast. And, and uh, can I blame Pinterest again? 
I will we tell you, we what I get a lot. We of, didn't know how to cook meat before. We, I get we a lot it. of flack for not cooking. I don't cook in the stove. Uh, I don't cook in the oven. I don't know how to 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 roast. Would not could not in a pot. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of it. I don't broil. Um, I don't bake. I don't mm. grill. I can grill. I mean, I could flip something over to the other side and then You're flip not it over again. Nothing. I don't do it. I don't sous vide for sure. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not in that world, right? You want to talk? Would you saute you, for the right price? You want to talk about cigars? I can. I I, I know seven percent of the total information about cigars. Okay. Okay. But to the normal person, I feel like I'm to to my contemporaries. I'm six percent more than most. Yeah. Uh. When it comes to bourbon, again, I know 3%. Uh, but that 3% I know I know really well, mm. and I know which bourbons I like. And then people try to take me in the deep waters, and I just bail. I go, look, I'll be real honest with you. Um, I drink Four Roses, or I drink this, or I drink that. Um, I don't really venture out past that. Somebody once gave me this. I thought it was good. I thought it looked cool. So I just continue to buy the same bottle. Mm. Uh, I really don't know too much about it. I'm not going to read a magazine about it. I'm not going to look that much into it. I do that with Mad Dog 2020. I go, I like <laughs> I like the, the fruit yellow. punch. Yellow is my favorite. I don't care for the red flavor, but I love the yellow. So again, uh, I know a little bit about a lot. I, I'm not a master of any one thing, but taking it back, I was like, well, I start get on my phone. I'm like, well, what's the difference between a porterhouse and a ribeye? And I found that, uh, from my research that a, in my quick research, a ribeye has a lot more fatty tissue on it. And if you like that gristly fatty flavor, then that would be the, uh, people you know, like the gristly. you're going to, yeah, because other people would, would opt for a leaner steak. You probably, it's probably a healthier and more, uh, mm, quality. More manly if it's got some fat though. But yeah, I, I go, I have forced, I, I of course go with the gristly fattening steak that has holds in all the juices. Don't you cut a bunch of that out and put it on the side of your plate? Like here's the gross part. No, no you, and you when people that? do, I scoop that right off their plate. You just eat that. the fat? Oh my god, yes, it has the flavor. Like just chunks of fat, though. I, whatever's there, I eat. There will be nothing left. Listen, when I go to Long John Silver's, I'll eat the crunchy part that falls at the bottom of the bag. Oh, me too. But but just chunks of fat. Do you remember in the, the Great Outdoors <laughs> where he was done eating and the guy's like, "Nope." You still got all that. And he's like, that's gristle and fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. start with that. So that would never be an issue I for don't me. understand. Yeah, me and my oh, wife so both ju- do it wrong. So we go out to get dude. steaks and there's like, there's so much left on our plate because oh, I'm like, so oh, this juicy. is all like, why? I always think like, why did you guys bring me this part? Like, if you went through all this expense to make this nice steak, why don't you just cut off this gross part? Well, the Native American in me believes fat. that. It's an offering, oh, right, and I right. eat every every piece. You want us, um, um, but it's you want to so, honor the, the it's cow. so salty and so like melting. But is it like uh, bubble gum? Like um, chewy? It could be. It depends. But like, don't you ever eat prime rib? Prime rib is a lot of fat. It's like Asian. connective fat material, and I've eaten it like once. And, and it was on somebody else's plate. So, so clearly, it's not something you would order. Oh, I liked it. I had because I went with my one of my uncles. It's very fat, and it was like his. It was like red and like bloody, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, dude!" I was like, "That's disgusting! How can you eat that?" And then uh, he's like, "Try a bite of it," and I tried a bite of it, and it was super good. Yeah. I loved it. Now you, and, but you but still I didn't don't think eat it was fatty. Steak. It was um, no, I like like a, oh, it's no, I like, like medium that's like rare. The, that's the the tenderness and the fattiness. I think is that's what prime rib is known for. Like okay. it has a lot of like real real, and then you dip, dip it in ajou on top part. of it. I don't know how to eat steak. I don't know how to fish. Steak. Anyway, I, forty years, I got an F in a lot of boxes. So. At 43 years old, married 20 years, I'm still, I, I I feel like, I just feel like, like we talk about all the time, my dad was just far more 
prepared for the world at 43 than I am. Mm-hmm. He just he just knew more and or he faked it a lot better. You know, he acted like he knew. I, I don't know. But um, he had, wasn't afforded the distractions we are. Had a nice time. And I during the dinner conversation, I asked my wife, I was like, well, you know, what do you see? What 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 does the next twenty years hold for us? And she said that she thought she would like to travel a lot more, you know, do a lot. And I was yeah. like, well, not limited to the United States, travel just in general. I'd like to travel a lot yeah. more. Borneo. And I asked that question, and most times when people ask questions, it's because they have an answer prepared, and they they just want you to take five seconds to throw your answer out there, right? So they could yeah. say, so they for, could tell, for sure for so they sure. could tell yeah. their they could tell what they what they've been thinking. Yeah, yeah. What'd you do last night? Yeah, right. Uh, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I decided that um, I needed to, my biggest thing right now is I've deprived myself uh, because of the, the, always feel the need to make sure like my kids are entertained and they have something to do. Not, not in the same way you do, but in the way that Wait, like, do? I don't want to entertain them, but I feel bad if I'm going out and doing stuff and my son who's 15 is stuck home watching my daughter who's eight. Okay. And I'm out on the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could never really take them fishing because my son doesn't have the patience uh, and my daughter is too young. And I, I said, hey, you know what? I'm just going to start doing this thing where I am I like fishing. Uh, I got friends that like fishing. We're just going to go. I'm going on a fishing trip and leaving everybody home. Maybe I'll have to go and just watch you guys. I'm like, oh, dude, that's how they do it. I don't know. I mean, uh, if you've ever fished, if I've never been on a, a fishing trip like in Minnesota. I've gone to Michigan several times. I mean, fishing is only half the battle, right? There's no chicks around. There's none of no no woman has to worry about dudes going go on a fishing trip. I mean, right? it's it's not about that. I know you didn't invite me, but you had. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's yeah. about being on a lake, uh, doing drinking stuff, beer, just and, you and, and, and the dudes, and and, and, and hooking. Nobody's each other, wearing a shirt. Whipping, ripping hooks through each other's heads because you're all oh, crammed yeah. on a small boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every time I've gone on a fishing trip, I've come back and I've been like, dude, it was the most. Uh, just intoxicating and like stress relieving. Like, wow, you're just thinking about fishing. You're trying to catch more fish than me. I'm trying to catch more fish than you. We're drinking beer. It's seven thirty in the morning. I've clearly never been on a fishing trip, but it sounds amazing. I, I would mean, be the shittiest one, but I'm so used to being the shittiest at a lot of stuff. If, like, it, I got thick skin when it comes to being shitty. At if stuff. you're on a lake, you have no phone. You're or you you have no intention of using a phone. Yep. Nobody's wearing. You're pants. looking around. There's just nothing but water. <laughs> it's dead. You know, you just well, hear it's super early in the morning. There's still dew all over the boat. Uh, and the first you can't crack a beer until the first guy p- puts a, a fish in the well. Uh, and then it's just game on from that point on. And all you're worried about is like, hey, how many more? It's, you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, fuck, if I go to sleep right now, I could get five more hours. And if we don't there, smoke, can we all still smoke cigarettes? I feel like this is weird if we don't. I, I was the only I used to smoke and no one else smoked, but no one ever. It would no, be polite they if they all chewed tobacco. But I would, they would move, switch the boat I backwards, so I, I wouldn't. But I'm saying they did. They didn't yeah. smoke. So I, they would shift the boat to where the, they wouldn't have to smell my cigarette smell. Oh, but I'll tell Jesus. you what, who doesn't want to smell who cigarette smell? Want to, I want to smell it. Smells, it. it smells amazing. It's going to be great. But yeah. I hope I painted a picture for no, everybody. I want a bunch of dudes with camels or Paul Malls. I have deprived myself the ability to uh, relax and be myself and have buddies and, and, and do dude stuff because I've been a dad. Yeah, and yeah. You've no, earned it. No more. So I told my wife, moving forward in our marriage, I'm going to spend a lot more time doing things with other people that aren't you. You were like, happy 20th. <laughs> I did my time. Guess who's getting his groove back? Yeah. 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 But like your Dave groove. Yeah. Not like. 
I'm not like going out to the club groove. Like I don't you're... have that groove. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you. That is funny. It's like, thank you for the twenty years. The next twenty will be great. If you wouldn't mind just leaving me alone a bunch. I think there's a there's a time that you and maybe this is what happened because of the uh you know the coronavirus and us locking it down is you have to almost reconvene and then do your own thing and then reconvene mm-hmm. this whole thing about just seeing everybody all day and nonstop all night for years, it's close proximity years on end. And then now it's just bottlenecked. It's come to this place where it's like, these are the only people you, you get to see day in and day out. And, uh, you just need that dude time. Just like, just like chicks need chick time. It sounds like that. Was that in real world? Or they yeah. used to be, I was like, what happens when people stop, stop being polite and, and start, start getting being real. real? Right. Yeah. That's what it's like. But in the real life version, like after 20 years, then you said like everything's bottlenecked. At some point, like the kids are going to be like, I don't really want to hang out with you either right, right. now. Right. We're all good. We could all use a little space. The only, we could all use a little space. My only concern is, especially people I've not gone fishing with in the past. Like when you're going with a new group of people, like dudes, it's like, I can't stand people that snore. I don't snore. I'm not a snorer. I don't want to be uh, so that, that th- those are the kind of things that have kept me from m- me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if mm. I go out with the, if I go with this dude, then it's gonna be like he's gonna he's gonna be snoring, and then I'm gonna really not be I'm not like him anymore because he's snoring. Or I'm gonna be stuck with this guy on vacation. He's gonna be annoying or what you know whatnot. So I just stay to myself. But, but no you, longer. But you want to do it? Are you far away. Oh, I, I have a buddy that lives in Wisconsin uh, that I, I, I used to visit when I picked up my son from camp in Madison. And then uh, he suggested, hey, fuck Madison. Let's go on to, to the Minnesota, to the the Canadian border. Oh, I hear it's oh, amazing. Dude, I mean, I just went to Lake Geneva. That was only two anywhere. hours away. But it Lake was, Geneva's awesome, too. But even there, I was just like, man, I bet there's some spots you could find for sure. Oh, I mean, we, I mean we li- look at There's Michigan here. There's Wisconsin. There's Ohio. There's Kentucky. Uh, we're close enough to where, you know, in a, like, I don't know, five or six hour drive, you can be up to the border of Canada, right? Like through Detroit or like um, up maybe seven hours to, no, uh, even going to Minneapolis is like six to eight. Okay. I mean, long. still it's, it, six, it's long, eight. but I mean, Whatever. not that long. You could do it. You could get up first thing in the morning and be there by afternoon. Dude, we got phones and stuff now. Right. Any trip is like, you mean doable. like while you're driving, if you're bored, you could watch a YouTube video and then pass mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do it all the time. Until I watched entire series seasons of House while I drive. Until July first, when you can no longer have a, a handheld device while driving in Indiana. No, what, nope. how is that worded? What do you, what do we have, have to worry? You cannot about? operate a handheld device while driving. You have to be hands free. Yeah, and that's got to get proven. Like Chicago, or just be seen. I mean, if somebody, if a police officer sees you with a phone in your hand while you're driving, it's a ticketable offense. It's an infraction. In the city? No, in, in the Indiana. whole state of Indiana. No. As mm. of July. So Chicago's like, weed's cool. They already do that. Chicago's like, you guys can smoke weed and do whatever you want with your phones. And we're like, no, let's Chicago roll back says you can do whatever phone. you want with weed, but yeah. you cannot have your phone. They have, you have to be hands free in Chicago as well. That's and always been the case they for a while. Also, right? yeah, they've had that for a while. And but you also can't that. drive a truck on Lakeshore Drive, I believe, right? So it has to be something that's plated as a non truck. But I don't know how they how far how much they really enforce mm. that. Yeah, people are gonna have to really read the fine print on this one because <laughs> it used to be like you can't text while driving, but it was like, right. "We'll prove I was texting," right. and that's a whole thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Now, if you're just holding it up, oh, you know it all. It, it all comes down to insurance companies and uh, you know everybody being able to justify why we don't have to pay you uh, when you were in a car accident. You have insurance, and it's like, oh, you were on your phone that that uh, completely. Uh, well, everybody is on their phone the entire yeah. time. Oh, Nobody, sure. and that it used to be like, hey man, everyone's talking while they're driving. That's I, I wish everyone was just talking. 
Do you remember when text messaging first came out and you'd see someone like driving around text messaging? You'd be like, oh my God, how much energy and and, and, uh, mental energy it must take for this person to be like, because you'd have to hit like AA, 111121, 2111121. The T9 or whatever that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then they had that keyboard that dropped out of the side. That was a a game changer, right? Because you didn't have to hit a number three times to get a letter. But it did kind of take two hands. Yeah, oh, for sure. Two buttons, so you're holding the top of your steering wheel Is that the sidekick, right? Yeah, yeah, there was a few. There was a Sony Ericsson. It flips up, and you have to hold the steering wheel with both hands while you type with both mm-hmm. hands like that, like tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So 20 know. years, uh, already started past 20 years now. What's the key? How do you make it 20 years? For all the people listening, for the 4% of the world that, that, that makes it in marriage. Well, I'll tell you this, and you know, and you can attest to this. Uh, be raw. Be emotional at all times. Hold nothing back. Be emotional at all times. So be, a lot of people would say, "Keep your cool at, at yeah, all times." Yeah, uh, I don't believe in that because it's just not what. I, that's not. That's not what <laughs> happened like in my parents' that. marriage, and that's not what happens in my marriage. And yeah, w- I would say that there nothing goes unchecked. Nobody walks around brooding. Nobody, and if they do, it's just a ticking time bomb. It it, it does not last very long. Everything is, uh, full out. You know, Costanza, well, the Costanza parents. The optimist oh, were, would say uh, there's open communication. Yeah. Well, it's right. A, that's, Even if that's, it's that's screaming, a better way it's to still say it. open. But I feel like it's almost like. Uh, you guys do a lot of screaming, but at least you say what you're thinking. Like teenage boys where you punch each other. And this just this is this is not what really happens. But picture this, and then afterwards, you're just like, you're punched out, and it's like, well, we're friends, right? We're still friends, so let's just go back to being friends. It's kind of like how guys do it versus how girls do yeah. it. Yeah, and, and so that's just the strategy we adopt. We also, uh, we, everything, well, everything just that? happens, it's just, that's our personality. I sought out a, this is what clearly was attractive to me probably because I feel my mom is somewhat this way. Yeah. You know, so I, I searched for someone who was just like, she isn't going to take it. My, she, she won't put up with my bullshit, mm. but at the same time, I'm not going to put up with hers either. Right. Right. So, Clearly. you know, there are people that go one way where it's like, well, if, if, if I say something or, or I, I check her, she's going to be mad and she might leave me. She could take the kids or she could move out. Yeah, uh, my family dynamic, even growing up, was always very different. It was always like manners above all else. Yeah, it was like you be polite at the table. You be polite. If, like, like I would get in trouble if I would refer to my mom as she. My dad would be like, excuse me, who? I do that to myself. I'd be like, well, she wouldn't. That's your mom, right? And he would kind of do like if he was really upset with her, he would like add a few gripes and then go in the basement and hide and like brood or whatever. That's how we did it. So like, that's how I don't like, I don't like the big confrontation thing in my mm. house either, but you guys are just like, no, get it out. Well, what we do is eventually we just turn on the kids. So we get, <laughs> we start yelling at each other and we're like, well, Ugh. Hey, we, it's almost like, you know, when the ghostbusters are, sh- they're all four shooting uh, at the ghost and then they bring him down into that cage. Yeah. Well, the cage is the kids. And once our, instead of crossing the streams, once we get to a level where we are shooting directly at each other, we need to, re- we need to change the streams okay. and point them in a, to save our marriage. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we blame the children outright and we say, look what you've done. Are you happy yeah, now? We do the opposite. <laughs> we get mad at each other. And then we start poking at the kids, and they're like, hey, leave, leave the kids out of it. Yeah. Maybe I got to try your way. I got to be like, hey, let's both attack the kids. But let's be real. 99% of the time, the kids, let's not leave the kids out of it. It was their fucking fault. Oh, <laughs> 99 <laughs> point something. Right. 
Yeah. So I think, don't they I think, deserve some uh, to see what they've done? I think 99% of the arguments in my house start from, I'm trying to say something. My kids interrupt because they're, I don't want to say they're rude kids, but God damn it, if they don't always think what they have to say is the most important at all times. I'll be in the middle of a story about work or something important. They'll be like, hey, and they'll like blurt through me and be like, yeah, uh, I really like ketchup. And I'll blow my, my stack because I'll be like, that's what you were, because like I said, growing up, it was all manners. So I'm like, that's what you had to interrupt me about? That little thing? And then she'll be like, oh, it wasn't that. And now I'm like yelling at her. My kid that's, starts crying, feels defeated, then you get yelled at. Every time. It's me trying to tell a story and then me either yelling at the kids for interrupting or me clamming up because I got interrupted. And then I'll eventually like slam at the dish. I'll go, seven times. I try to tell a story. Seven times I got interrupted. <laughs> and then I will storm out and then uh, drink my dinner. <sighs> Well, it is what it is. So <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, a quick synopsis is uh, just get it out. Don't carry anything around. I keep asking people for secrets now. I'm like the Mark Marin of the real world, the regular people without Mike sometimes. I asked my father-in-law, Mike, what was the secret of Father's Day? Because he's you know, been a father for what 40 years or whatever. And uh, he said, silence. And I was like, <laughs> what? Really? And he goes, yeah. Just don't talk, man. He goes, you get a lot of listening done that way, and you actually find out. He goes, and then when you do say something, like people listen to it, and it's more important. He's like, just pick your spots. And I was like, you, you realize I'm the opposite of pick, pick your spots. <laughs> I interrupt as bad as my kids. Where do you think they get it from? I mean, I, I so hear, I like, I, it, I hear what he's saying, but I think that's specific to what who your partner is, right? So Or who you are. If you're, if you're an evolved human, like obviously some people don't thrive in confrontation, and they just go like, I, I, I don't want all the yelling and screaming. Whereas I go, that's home. Uh, I see. Yeah. Well, you know you what I mean? Mind. That's yeah. my vacuum cleaner. And like I told you before, when I was growing up, my mom would always ground me to my room and I would sit on the threshold and I'd be like, can I come out yet? Can I come out yet? And she would eventually just start vacuuming. And then I would fall asleep to the sound of the vacuum, me crying about when I could come out of my room. <laughs> so when yeah. my to this day, when my wife vacuums, I literally kick the recliner back. I put a blanket on, and I I, I could like fall asleep, I fall asleep. Almost Funny because it was sort of tied in with punishment. Yes, you know what I mean. It's yes. supposed to be not a good sound for you. I punched but myself. You're like, yeah, out. I like getting punishment. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. No, that's uh, good. That's smart. So she's put up with a lot, but you know what? I put up with a lot too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say I haven't put up with a lot myself. Oh, I'll, yeah. I mean, I'll <laughs> I'll cut out stuff from podcasts if we don't, if nobody thinks you put up with a lot for sure. Oh god. You're like after 20 years, what I've learned is let them order one of everything off the menu if that's what makes them happy. <sighs> yeah, oh, that's for sure. Oh, dude. So I got a bum cat. Did I tell you? You got another cat. Uh, a bum. I took in a, like a homeless, a homeless one. Now, when people go like... You put one in the world, you took one out of the world now. I took two out of the world now. Yeah, my kids don't know about the other one. I was out of cats, bro. I was catless. And I swear to God, actually, the time the bum cat came, bum cat came a few days before I ran out of my own cats. But this cat shows up now, and people go like, oh, this cat's a, a rescue. I didn't rescue this cat from shit, dude. I didn't want this cat. This cat just started hanging out. You know, like when a cat will hang around by your back porch, then you kick it off your deck, you punt it, and then it's done. In 43 years, I've never found a cat on my front step, my back step. So I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm a dog person. Well, you know how like when you like hang like dead fish out by your back door? (laughs) That's where I'm going with this. Like, how does this happen to you? You know how like you- I've never found a cat under my car. I've never found a cat 
uh, in a gangway and in a box. I, mean, I don't or know what you're fox. talking about. Well, how does this happen? Like you know how you take that really expensive cat food like Sheba, <laughs> and like you smear it on your door like it's Passover. Yes. You know how you do that, right? Yes. Well, I do that too. Like we all we all do right. that. It's one of those relatable themes. Mm. And cats just show up on my back door. Well, this cat showed up as they want to do, and. Uh, uh, Lucy kept saying, hey, there's a cat out here. And I was like, ah, just ignore it. Get whatever. And one day she fed it and I realized she was feeding it. She poured some cat food in a bowl and I was like, whatever. It's just a cat by the back. It'll eat some and it'll go. Two days later, I go to work and I see pictures of this cat on my bed. They not only did they feed the cat again, they let the cat in. And they're like, hey, so we have this cat now. And I was like, you don't even, this is a bum, this is a is bum this, kitty. How do you know it's someone's, someone's cat? I don't. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Um... I want to say maybe they took it to the, my wife took it to the vet to see if it was chipped and it wasn't. So this bum cat's just in my house now. I thought I was catless, dude. Like, like the gooch stopped shitting everywhere. I thought I had like a, I thought I, thought I could finally, I moved to Munster. I thought I could finally have a nice house. Or a dog. <clears throat> or a dog. This bum, bum kitty is sh- showing up uh, everywhere. Now it's just part of our house. And I start looking at the cat and going, hey man, what are you feeding that cat? It's so hungry. This cat's eating all the time. And uh, I haven't kicked the cat out because I just didn't want to fight that fight. Although it's weird that we have a bum cat. <laughs> the cat's eating and eating and eating. And I'm like, man, this cat must have been really like emaciated because he's getting bigger. Nah, dude. A couple weeks later, or a couple days later, I'm like, oh, no, no this cat has bum kitties in it. So we took in a, a homeless cat, pregnant was, a pregnant her. bum cat. And next thing you know, now, instead of this being a horrible thing, everyone, the neighbors are coming over. Everyone's super excited about when this cat... It's going to have babies. So I come home from work the other day. It's found a spot underneath the couch in the basement. Thankfully, it found a spot where there was like an old blanket just there. I come home. There's a bunch of bum kitties everywhere. So, yeah, now we have like, uh, now I have, I had zero cats. Now I have seven. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty seven. cool. Instead of zero, now I have uh, How do you know this six. thing didn't have rabies, rabies or it didn't have fleas or it didn't? I didn't know. So, no idea. I mean, do you? What, I think, well, they took do? it to the vet, do and they were like, "Hey, can you check smack it?" Smack your daughter's hands with it. Do you put them over a, a, the stove and burn them for letting for her letting a cat in the house without she cause? Gets, she gets she gets daily discipline that involves eating I, as much cereal she feels like, and then getting fruit roll ups. I don't understand how you let a wild animal into your house. Yes, it's not an alligator. I get Dude, that. Dude, I just, I, I went to work and then I see these pictures and it's just like, clearly sleep. you didn't, but I'm no. saying, how do you not come home and say, saying, absolutely how do I let not it happen? Uh, well, my cats had all just died and my daughter looked at me with big tears in her eyes and says, we've got to keep this cat. I've been feeding it. And I was like, uh, I just kind of did what I, I went downstairs and I played guitar and I tried to pretend it wasn't real. Now, now I have seven cats. So what do you do now? I just got a bunch of bum kitties, but actually they're super, you ever see like brand new kittens? No, oh, but dude, what do you do bum now? Bum kittens are cuter than regular kittens. Do you give them to people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you guys want a cat, no. hit me up. No. Do you, oh. want a, you want a bum cat? Hell It's no. a bum kitty. They're so cute. And so now my daughter insists on naming them after all the dead cats. So like, she's like, oh, this one's named Goose. This one's named Cleo. She just keeps naming after <sighs> all these cats. And when I said, I don't think we should name the new cat after a cat that just died, like, and you know, how many, how many t- weeks ago? If it has a name, you get attached to it, and then I can't throw it in the trash. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> how am I supposed to drown it in the river in an old <laughs> canvas sack if it's named the other cat that I had killed, right. murdered? So, oh, they should name it. Hey, I should just uh, have my wife go on. 
That's what I should do. I should have my wife go on a business trip for like two days, and uh-huh. she'll come home and go, "Where's the cats?" And I'll go, "Ah, yeah." Hey, easy come, before, easy dude. go. Easy come, easy go. I don't know what to tell you. I got rid of lizard, and I can get rid of these. They just ones. needed to use the house for a quick dumping ground, and uh, they if moved you guys on. want cats, hit me up. I think I think my neighbors are going to take a bunch. I don't know. Everybody's like oh, coming around wanting cats. God. But so now then, I now I got this goddamn. So now cat, that you have a cute want. baby cat, do you get rid of the the mom? I don't want the mom at all. Huh? Yeah, I have no, I have, I have no attachment to this cat. Little you, kittens, everybody likes little kittens. They're super cute. How, but like, I don't need this. How cat. long do you think this is going to go on? Like, do you have to wait until they're done nursing, or like, what what is the process? Before I get rid of them? Yeah, I think I have them like six to eight weeks or something. You got oh them for my a while. God, I don't care. It'll be fun. I could have not. It'll be a good time. You don't want to. You don't want like seven cats running around. No. Oh, dude, it'll make your house. I don't even want so two good. kids. Let alone, yeah, that's true. Let alone, I don't understand cat people. I'll never understand cat people. My mom has an adage, the only good cat's a dead cat. I have to concur. Mm. Uh, well, we once joked around and called my wife bum titties. Now I have bum kitties. <laughs> so it's just- every, We did not. Everything's- You did. You called, you said my wife had bum titties. I said, sure. go back, <laughs> roll sure the that tape. Was what it was Here's like. where I insert old file footage. Oh, dude, I'll audio. tell you next week. I got a marketing idea for divorced parents. Go ahead. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I was I was shopping um for a you know a bike rack for mm-hmm. the uh car. Yep. All these bike racks are one bike rack, uh it'll hold one bi- bike, it'll hold two, and then it's four. And you don't have a trailer hitch, so you have to I do- got a hitch. Okay. I got a hitch. But they all are like two and then it skips to four. And I was like, what about like what about all these most of the time it's dads, right? Sometimes moms. But what about the dad? They split up. They have a son and a daughter or something like that. They don't need foot nine. I know you three. get four and you can feel. Yeah, but there's there's no three. It goes two to four. Right. And I literally, because my wife never rides bikes, I was like, I can get one that's just three. Me and the kids and we go travel. I guess we can get a four. That's fine because if she wants to ride, she can come. But I thought about what about all these other people that just have like divorced dads that want three. Then I started thinking about other stuff. Like we went to this water park. Are you assuming that all divorced dads only have two children, one boy, one girl? No. Some of them only have one. Okay. Some of them have three and they would need a four. And I can't make this perfect. (laughs) But what I was thinking about is you can do four. Yeah. And you can do everything's sold for two and everything's sold for four. There's a lot of guys out there that had two kids, didn't work out. I'm saying why not market stuff for them? Right? Yeah. For the dads that can't cook, but now they have their kids on the weekends or whatever. Yeah, that's called Pop-Tarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But make them in packages of three, Oh, bro. there you go. You know what there I mean? This go. is my benevation. So it's like um, you make uh, you make pizzas that have a third of it cheese, a third of it pepperoni, a third of it whatever dad likes. Like you make up different things. Like, well, like why don't the you just make a dad cheese, marketing campaign. A cheese pizza, mm. and then you have little... Plastic packets, one plastic package with sausage, one with pepperoni, one with, you know what I mean? And then you rip open the plastic package. If that, if if two mm-hmm. kids want cheese, then you just leave two cheese and you put sausage on the one. You know what I mean? So you, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be preordained a quarter, a quarter. Whatever. A quarter, yeah. You, you just get the toppings in a separate bag. But you bag do it in and, thirds. Yes. And you market instead of shaming people by always going four, you make it purposely for three prepackaged foods. We went to this water park. And they had, you could buy the one-person tube or a two-person tube. Then they had a three-person tube. And I said, there it is. 
You took both of your kids to the water park for the weekend. They all want to go, but you can't because there's only one and a two. Hmm. You make that three-person tube. You make prepackaged dinners. Um, that is true when you do the water slide thing. If you have two oh. small kids, it's like, and then you, you, you have to take 45 minutes to climb the top of the, the water mm-hmm. the slide. And then they're like, hey, you know, one person's going to have to go down by themselves. And they're like, but your kids are too small without an adult. It's like, well, I got this other kid that walked all the way up here. I guess I can put him with this dude. He doesn't have anybody with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, the guy that looks Who, like he's still wearing does, a sweater. Does this, guy, does this guy look like he likes small small girls or small boys? I'll yeah. just go with whatever. Usually the weight goes in the back, but I need you to sit in front, dude. You're not <laughs> I, sitting behind my kid. Yeah. It's not happening. But what, okay, uh, hotel rooms. Mm. You got both kids want to sleep. You're going out of town. Both kids want to sleep in your bed. Or they both want their own. You need that third bed. So you design something, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I, talking about, but you market it. Dude, you could charge more. You could do whatever. You could market it toward them. Say, I wasn't going to go on vacation this weekend, but they have this like divorced dad package. You can call it something nicer. I feel like you should get with the, you could write a script for like Black Mirror uh, with this concept. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels very Black Mirror to me. Because and it's an it app like, for it. It seems like such a simple concept that like, I don't know, for some reason I, I, I read Black Mirror in the way that mm. like I see a hotel room with like nothing in it. And then you hit something and like, you know, there's Murphy beds. Mm-hmm. Like if you hit a certain code, then a bed pops out and it has the uh, perfect amount that you need yeah. rather than nothing's preordained. So you would never go in a hotel room and it would have two beds. It would have nothing. And then you would go in there, hit, but before you even went in there, you would decide what specific is going to be dropped in that room. But I, I'm saying that could work with everything. That could work with everything. That's a good idea. My thing is like, I just miss Black Mirror. It's our, me too. It's already. I gotta think it's already a bummer enough to realize now you gotta change numbers up and do things differently, right? Why, why put it on blast? Why not roll these things out ahead of time so it's convenient? The pizza that goes three ways, the hotel that's the three three person two bike racks for three. Now I know you can sell it in two and four, but I'm saying how many people weren't gonna buy a bike rack? But now they see this. Hey, this is the dad rack. I like this it. is the dad rack, and why is it three? Because it's you and both your kids. Mom's not invited. She can't I like come. that too. Mom, and that's always, what the mom always sleeps be. in, or mom has house cleaning to do. She can't go out and have any fun because you know she's got stuff to do here. That would be the marketing thing. It yeah. would be like no room for mom or something like that. And you have like a picture, like, so, like remember throw mom off the train. Yes. So instead of like, the, like the, the the old ad campaigns where like the mom like has to take the, run the kid to like a, a play practice and the dad's mm-hmm. at home trying to get dinner ready and he's got like. He's got a little powder on his face, and he, he can't oh, yeah. understand how to work the stove. And he's like, I don't yeah. need it. I have There's no pancake idea. batter like <laughs> on his phone. Yeah, and she's like, Dang. we're making hot dogs. I don't know why you have can- pancake batter. But <laughs> right. it would be the same, like a reverse thing where you would be like, like a leave it to beaver. You and the kids are leaving, and mom's there, like you know, you're you know, she's taking pies out of the mm-hmm. oven or something. Like all three of us have, we're like, still sleeping. All three of us have noon. headphones that are synced. <laughs> yeah, to where all three of us, it's like uh, Bluetooth syncs up I all like three. It. Mom doesn't get a pair. Yes. I mean, even a tandem bike, I think it goes two to four. I don't know. Is there a three-person tandem Nobody bike? cares about the three-person family. It's, true. it's not fair. It's true. It's time it stops. Well, uh, I don't think we can even get into any more. I was going to say we could get into more of that next week, but I think Dude, we tables, pretty much- tables at restaurants that specifically like have yeah, three two spots? And four. Where, like, like, what about like those guys that just want to bring two girlfriends? Like Heyman's hat. 
you don't know about that because you're not Jewish. Mm. But it's uh, like a Holman Tosh. You know, it's a it's a triangle. Mm, so the not. table would be. I a know tri- what a triangle is. Okay, so the table would be a triangle. <laughs> There's only squares and rectangles, right? And those necessitate twos or fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need to see some triangle tables. Three three person tables. Bad idea. Yeah, it would kind of look like those fifties diners. How everything's like ugly and like weird shapes. More like or a whatever. Jetsons diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah but Space age, for yeah. three, and be like, does anybody here at this table miss mom? And then like they would all look at the camera and go, nope. You know what I mean? <laughs> what about a table for one where it's just a hole cut in the middle and you climb underneath and you get in the table and you can turn 360? Yeah, sure. I like that. Of course. That's the kind of table I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. All know. right. Well, that is episode 253 of the Hey My Man podcast. I have to go to bed. I will see you next time later. Thank you.